welcome to Great Minds, and this is a extraordinary treat, a very special pre-July 4th edition of Great Minds. Back with us for the second year for our July 4th celebration of America is the chair of the International Federation of Competitive Eating, my dear friend, the great George Shea. So welcome, George. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited here, very excited to be with you. And also with us this year is the people's champ, Eric Badlands Booker. Oh, thank you so much, Matt. I appreciate you having me as well. Badlands, it is great to have you here along with George. We've been friends now also for darn near close to 25 years. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, Badlands is one of the most accomplished athletes in the sport. He's a champion in many disciplines. We'll go through some of them. He is also a star on the internet, on both YouTube and TikTok, where Badlands Chugs has well north of 3 million followers on both platforms, right, Badlands? Yes, yes. And we're going to talk about your journey. We're going to talk about what we're going to see on our return, George, to the corner of Surf and Stillwell on Monday, July 4th, the epicenter of all Americana. And uh, this is a great thrill. So thanks to you both for being here for this very special edition of Great Minds. Oh, thank you so much for having us. This, this is amazing. So Badlands, let's start with you. And we share roots in Queens. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm from Bayside. You're from Jamaica. Right, right. And you distinguished yourself in the sport very early on. Uh, can you talk about the road to the sport of competitive eating and how it all began for you? Well, for me, it began in um, 1997, June 21st, 1997, right? Um, At the time, I was living in Long Beach, Long Island, right? And my local Nathan's was in Oceanside, right? And, you know, I would always go there, you know, maybe get a a couple of dogs, get some cheese fries. And in the back, there was a video arcade. And, you know, we would go there, play a few games and everything. And, you know, I mean, it was like whenever I was off from, you know, working for the subway, you know, I'll take my kids there. We have fun. But there was just one day that I saw in the window, right, of the door, the, you know, the door pane, you know, Uncle Sam with a Frank in his hand, the I want you pose. I want you to enter the Nathan's hot dog eating contest, right? So I knew of it from like, um, you know, they used to have blurbs on like Eyewitness News the night of July 4th. I think I was like nine or 10 when they showed an actual like, uh, you, you know, you know, blurb at the end of the news. And I'm like, man, I can do that. I can eat some hot dogs, you know, you know, that would be fun. Right. So, you know, I, I thought back to that moment and I was like, this is the time for me to do this. Right. But I didn't know how to get in. And, um, you know, so I just um, talked to, the, you know, one of the people I knew that worked there. And he was like, just come here, you know, before 12 o'clock and talk to a man named George Shea. So that's what I did. You know, I, you know, I got, I got here like 15 minutes early and I'm like, you know, I, you know, I, and, and I see Mr. George Shea right here and I'm like, um, yes, hi, I'm Eric Booker. I like to get in the contest. If it's not too late, you know? And he was like, oh, oh yes, that's, I'm going to put you right here. And I was like, right, right, right in the middle, you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> it, you know, it was a good time and, and, you know, I'm getting ready, eat some hot dogs, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, and, and, you know, I had, like, one competitor who was, like, trying to size me up. I think his name was uh, Peter Lynn Jr., yeah. right? And, and he was like, well, you know, I can eat 30 Whoppers in a sitting. What can you do? I'm like, well, I'm known for going for seconds <laughs> at dinner, right. you know? And then, 
And then, you know, he's like, oh, you might as well just go home. You know, I got this. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I, I don't scare easy. I'm like, hey, win, lose, or draw. Let's do this, you know? And I saw something very weird that day. He was online before the contest ordering something to eat right before he was going to eat at the contest. I'm like, he must either have a capacity of a whale or he's just, you know, he's not very smart. So I was just like, okay, we're going to see how this play out. But long story short, which the story is already long, uh, but the smoke cleared in 12 minutes. I ate, uh, I believe it was like 16 hot dogs and buns. And I think he ate 12 or 13. And, you know, at that point I had my seat at Coney Island. I had a nice trophy, you know, about, about hip high and a year supply of hot dogs. I was like, yes, I'm coming to Nathan's. Gonna give me a card. I get like two or three dogs every time I come for a year. And they was like, no, here you go, Mr. Booker. 480 links. Wow. <laughs> Once I had to go buy an ice box. <laughs> oh my goodness. I kept half, you know, I gave half away to friends, family, to church. It was awesome. It was awesome. Amazing. And much like the United States and the United Kingdom, George, you and Badlands have a true special relationship, and I've watched it flourish over the years. Can you reflect on those early days and those first meetings with Badlands at that iconic Nathan's location in Oceanside, and talk about the journey that you and Badlands have been on together now for almost 25 years? It's, it's been amazing. It was, it was true serendipity. You know, it's funny, I remember that day as well, and I, I went to... Um, the store, I got in the store and they go, George, you've got to see this guy. He's huge. He's like six foot, six inches tall. This guy is a natural. Um, do you have room uh, uh, for him? And I said, I took one look at him. I said, we have room. We have room. And so, and then, but he was, he was just a natural uh, born eater, natural born athlete. Um, but what happened then is thereafter, we would have the 4th of July, right? So then the next year I met him, you know, again at the, at the qualifier and again at the 4th of July, but then it grew and grew and grew and Badlands was a rapper. And then, you know, as the contest grew, we needed acts, you know, and there was nothing better than Badlands. And so we put, um, Badlands would entertain the crowd with his rapping, which is fantastic. And then, um, from there, you know, we'd be out on the road together. You know, we'd be in Buffalo doing chicken wings, be in California. And then we started doing television shows and Badlands was as a natural star power. So it was perfect. He is perfect for TV. And it just grew and grew and grew until now, um, you know, uh, you know, I just, he has a lot of fans, Matt. But his number one fan is me. I'm the, I'm the bad, Badlands fan. And, um, and so it's, it's a great pleasure to have him on the 4th of July, and he's just a, a positive force in my life. Would you care to join my following? following? Ladies and gentlemen, the green pea and matzo ball and donut eating champion of the world. At night we jump on earth with a thumb Cause our feet are tied to the 808 bump Sound we like is Booker on the mic So give him the stick and we'll party all night I'm the baddest man from the Badlands Last man standing in the last stand Big man filling fans Mike in my right hand Outstretched left hand Wave it to the fans 
impresario of the barrio. Escuch is necessario, no is ordinario. Leave him, ladies, he's a lyrical lothario. Big El Gordo, poppin' chulo, ha. I follow him around, up and down, through the town. Just like the hound who escaped from the pound. Nose pointing down, sniffing scraps on the ground. Ears perking up when I listen to the Off the king with the ring and the sword from the stone. Found in the reeds when I floated from home. Thank you, Lord, for this day and for your bounty. Badlands, baby, the king from Queens County. Ah. Ladies and gentlemen, you can see him on YouTube. The big man, the bad man, Eric Badland Booker! Absolutely, and, and really part of the fabric of America. Badland's 2004 big year, hungry and focused. Mm-hmm. That was really a breakthrough for you, wasn't it? Oh, yes, 2004. Um, hungry and focused dropped right you know the album and um you know what spawned from that was the fact that we did this contest um we was allowed into this contest in philadelphia the uh the wing bowl wing bowl 12 right and um you know it was known for being like a local contest and 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 it was like and and we're coming in and we're like the outsiders and and you know we had to just like stir something up to let them know that you know, we're pulling no punches. We're majorly eating. We're going to come and just going to just destroy, just eat all the chicken wings. They ain't going to see nothing like us. going to have El Wingador shaking in his boots and, you know. So, you know, George, you was like, yeah, you should write a rap. Just letting them know that we're coming, right? So, you know, I put pen to paper, you know what I'm saying? And we made this rap. Um, I forgot what it was called, but, it, it you know, you know, we played it on WIP radio, and oh my gosh, when, when it came time for me to perform it at the, um, then it was the Wachovia Center, oh man, you know, Philly was like, bro, uh-uh, nah, nah, you know what I'm saying? You know, you can say all you want, but after the show, they was like, yeah, 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 that rap was cool, but nah, 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 you know? <laughs> but, but you know, from then, you know what I'm saying, you, you know how like, you know, my, um, you know, I always been, you know, involved in hip hop my whole life, you know, you know, writing, break dancing, you know, graffiti, everything, you know, making, making music. And so I, you know, my pen got hot again. So I, so, you know, one song led to another, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, the sweet science was born, you know, I, I teamed up with a friend of mine, Julian, you know, he lives on the East side and, um, and, and, and it was like, you know, we did, you know, I did one song, then another song came. And then I was just like, let me just start writing and just start recording. And before you know it, I had a full album, Hungry and Focus came out. And, and you know, I mean, we, you know, it wasn't signed to nobody, you know, no, no label or nothing. We just was like selling them out the trunk of our car, you know what I'm saying? And, and but it, but you know, you know, when I performed the song, I mean, it was just, it was just amazing. It was, it was like, you know, you know, we go to Nathan's and it's like, you know, tens of thousands of people there. And, and, and you know, just to hear the roar of the crowd, you know, saying, you know, the people dig it. It was just it was just a great look, you know, for me, for Nathan's, for the 4th of July, for the whole contest. Ooh, ah. 
Juilliard is on the boards. Yeah. Badlands on the vocal cords. Yeah. Hungry and focused, thought you should know. Yeah. When I spark the mic, yo, it's a go. Yeah. Michael the girl singing on the hooks. Sean Altman's in the house, that's a real good look. Yeah. We're getting paid like we off the books. Uh. Gonna do a thing by hook or crook. It's stay hungry, focus. Uh. Badlands, I wrote this. Uh. Beat it to you in 16 bar doses. Uh. Over instrumental, hocus pocus. Uh. Without bad breath or halitosis. Uh. Uh. IFOC ambassador. Uh. Eat the food off your plate, then ask for more. Giving you 12 tracks of speed, eating venom. Ready, Julian? Let's go get them. Then, oh man, it was well, just a great time. We've been lucky enough to see you perform Hungry and Focused and a lot of other of your classics on mm -hmm. the stage, on mm -hmm. the corner of Surf and Stillwell many times. And you're right, Badlands, that crowd, I mean, that's the atmosphere. The only other place you'll find something like that is at the World Cup or the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, in our Super Bowl here in America every year is on July 4th oh, yes. on the corner of Surf and Stillwell. Oh, yes. N no question. So, Badlands, you mentioned back in 97 at that first qualifier that you won uh, to get into the 4th of July on Surf and Stillwell. It's about 16 hot dogs and buns in 12 minutes. Right. Give us your reflections, and George, this is a question for you, on where the numbers have gone over the years. I know that there was a rule change or a rediscovery of an ancient rule that dialed the contest back to 10 minutes right. a number of years ago. Right. But the numbers are now stratospheric. Did you ever imagine then that it would go where it is today? And for both of you, Badlands and George, what's your take on the growth of the sport overall and the growth of the numbers? I'll, I'll let you. Uh, get well, that look, one, I'll tell you. You know that you're, you're you're right. It was originally a 12-minute contest. We found documentation saying that it was actually um, 10 minutes at at a time, and so we went back to that. Um, that was probably 15 years ago, 10 years ago. But when I started. Jay Green, in 1988, won the contest, the 4th of July contest, with 13 hot dogs and buns. And then it crept up until we got 21 um, uh, with uh, Frank Hollywood De La Rosa, and then Mike DeVito, 21, 22, 23. He works with Goldman. He, he's always been called the scholar. Um, he's a very, very thoughtful eater. Um, but then in 2001... The record was 25, and Kobayashi doubled it to 50, 5 um, And then there was the great battle between Joey Chestnut and Kobayashi, in which both of them, in 12 minutes at that time, were eating 63, 64, 65. Now, in 10 minutes, Joey can eat 76, and you have a handful of guys above 50. So the numbers are just out of this world. I don't see how anyone can beat Joey at the top of his game. Right now, he's really just trying to break his own records, it would seem. It's not like it's not exciting. It was extraordinarily exciting last year when he broke his record. But the numbers are just, just through the roof. Mickey Sudo can eat 48 mm -hmm. hot dogs and buns. Right, the female mm -hmm. world the champion. The female world champion, 48. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And Badlands, I don't think it's a coincidence that your emergence as one of the most beloved competitors in the sport and the sport itself, not only hot dogs and buns, HDBs, as we call them in the trade, right. but you're a multidisciplinary athlete. You have many, many championships across matzo balls, hamantaschen, mm -hmm. many other. What is your take, for, a question for both of you, on the rise of the sport overall? And I don't think it's a coincidence, George, that the sport has really exploded going back 
to that first meeting you and Badlands yeah. had way back when, certainly from a timing vantage yeah. point, if not more than that. Oh, yes. It, it, it has, I mean, it has exploded, like, I'm, I mean, like, hundredfold. Because it's like, I remember, like, uh, you know, the first few years I was in it, like, 97, 98, 99, you know, 2000, it was like, you know, it was the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, you know, and then they, there was like a, um, uh, there was a matzo ball eating contest, you know, the Ben's matzo balls, and, and there was a, another contest, but when, but once 2001 came, and then, you know, Kobayashi, like, doubled the, um, the old record, you know, he ate 50 hot dogs, I mean, I mean, I, I was right next to him when he did that, and, and it was just like, it was, it was like, you know, I, I can't, it, words can't describe what happened that day, okay, because it's like, you, you know, 35 was an impossible dream at that point, you know what I'm saying, you know, it's like no one can deal with 35, you know, 30 is just super exception, exceptional, and then Kobayashi just ate 50, and we, and you know, it got to the point where, you know, the Bunnets, you know, they, they ran out of numbers, they had to hand write the numbers, you know, eaters were were like just like watching, you know, Kobayashi, you know, do what he does, like, you know, eating these hot dogs, you know, in a style that, you, you know, we've never seen before, and it, and I think from there, you know, you know, the sport just, you know, exploded. There was like contests everywhere. There was the, um, you, you know, the buffalo wing contest, and just, you know, we we did candied apples. You know, we, you know, we went down down south and we did crystals. And, you know, it's just everywhere. You know, we did TV shows. The Glutton Bowl, you know, happened in 2001. And, oh, man. That's just, so, I, so from that point, it was just like, you know, you, you know, it's like Kobayashi's coming back and he's just setting these incredible numbers. And, and then, you know, we was like, you, you, know, you know, who's going to beat Kobayashi? And then Joey Chestnut comes, you know. I remember the first year he came. And, and you know, it was like he was doing so well that, my Barnett left me to go count for him because it was just, and he was a table ender at that time. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then it was just, it, it was, and I'm like, hold on, what's going on over there? <laughs> and, and then, you know, you, you know, but, you know, but, but Chestnut's just worth ethic, you know what I'm saying? His drive, his hunger, you know what I'm saying? It's really, really amazing. And, you know, he was the one to like, um, you, you know, to bring the belt back home to America. And what, 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 how many years is now? It's like his 14th. So he, he, he beat Kobayashi in 2007. Some mm -hmm. people say in 2006 that he actually won because Kobayashi spit up and he should have been disqualified, but he wasn't. Right. Might have, you know, whatever the call was, Joey won in 2007. Mm -hmm. I think 2005, if I recall correctly, was Joey's first year when he ate 32. And he was up above 60 the next year. He's in right. that 60 range. So mm -hmm. yeah, it was it was it it was really incredible to see what Joey's done, and he's a great champion. But you know, it's it, there's a whole group of people, right? So, you know, we had back in the day, we had Cookie Jarvis, mm -hmm. we had uh, Rich Lefevre, we mm -hmm. had all of these people, you know, Mike DeVito, all of these people. But the only one who has stayed with us through the through the, the with me through the journey, the the long timers, right? The the chronic, uh, uh, you know, uh, hot dog. Uh, people are Badlands Booker and George Shea because we've been there since 97, which is longer than anybody else. And Badlands, you are a champion in many disciplines. I mean, I, I've only got some of them here, but mm -hmm. matzo balls, hamantash and peas, corned beef hash, burritos, candy bars. 
you are a true champion across many disciplines of the sport. Well, I appreciate that. You know, I, 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 I do okay at the table, you know. <laughs> you know, sometimes I get lucky and I win, but, you know, it's, you know, I'm here for the journey, and it's been, a, it's been an amazing journey, and, you know, it's still going on, and I love every minute. I love every minute of competitive eating. I love everything about it. You know, it's, this, is, this, is, this is home to me, so, oh, man, this is just amazing. Fantastic. I want to go back. We're going to talk about Badlands Chugs. I want to talk about what... America is in store for as we return to the corner of Surf and Stillwell. But let's just go back and revisit that moment for a second because you literally were sitting next to Kobayashi at that table. I was there as well that mm -hmm. year when he doubled the record. And the only thing in my mind that I can think of that's like that are the people that were there that night when Will Chamberlain scored 100 points. Yeah. That must have been something mm -hmm. to see, Badlands. And no one's yeah. ever seen anything like that before or since. And I would say probably never will again. Well, well, we, well you, know, we, you know, the future is not set, but that was a day. I mean, it was, it was raining that day, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I mean, I, I mean, I think he hit, what, 25, George, in like the first three three to four minutes, and that was unheard of, you know. There is like a benchmark in, you know, eating Nathan's hot dogs. It's uh, 20. It's like we call it the deuce, and it's like if you can do the deuce, you know what I'm saying, you know, that's the benchmark to, like, you know, to, to you know, separate, you know, the, um, the amateurs from the pro. Not, I shouldn't say amateurs from the pro, but I'm just saying if you can do the deuce, you know, you, you know, you know now, now you, you, you're, you're here with the big leaguers, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, so it's like, you know, it was a special thing if you can hit over 20. You hit over 20, it's like, yeah, okay, okay, now we're going somewhere, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, he hit that in like, in like two, three minutes. And it was just, I mean, when, you know, when you're in a contest, you know, a major contest, you know, the Super Bowl, right? And then... The eaters are, wa are watching this one guy, you know, eat like it's a movie, you know. It's, amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I remember seeing Crazy Lace Conti, you know, in the audience. This is before he became an eater. And, and, and you know, you know, before the dreads and everything, the dreadlocks. And, and he is just like, you know, you, you know, just, you know, it, it, it was just amazing. I mean, it was, it was just an amazing time. And, man. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And George, as you said, the two constants in the sport for 25 years now have been you and Badlands. Uh, America loves to salute and honor its heroes. And there was a wonderful film that we got to watch, The Last Dance, saluting Michael Jordan's six championships. But by comparison, Joey Chestnut stands far above Six championships. Yeah, there's no doubt. If you look at, uh, you know, across a bunch of different sports, you're going to find that Joey Chestnut is more dominant than the most dominant, including Tom Brady or someone, uh, Michael Jordan or whoever. Um, but, you know, the, the, the thing is, I, I say Badlands and I have been there and we have, but also, obviously, my partner, Rich Shea, my brother, has been there right through. And, it, and, and as Badlands mentions, it's been a fun journey through a lot of TV a lot of, you know, public, uh, you know, the, the huge crowds, all this kind of thing. But I, I would say Joey Chestnut has become a hero like none other. And he started out, didn't know anything about TV, didn't know anything about interviewing, didn't know anything about any of that. And he's just grown into this star where he's a great brand ambassador and he's, he's a great champion in the sense of always being there, 
for fans, selfie after selfie after selfie. Mm -hmm. There are two people I would urge you never to walk down the street with. One is Badlands Booker and the other is Joey Chestnut because you will never get where you're going because everybody, <laughs> everybody comes up and goes, oh, champ, champ. of infinite matter and energy, we have been given consciousness to gaze upon it all and understand. What greater fortune have we to live in America, to stand side by side on the 4th of July, to behold this man? What greater fortune? He is written on the world, a belief etched in the shining machinery of our mind, immune to the vagaries of time, forever entwined in the grip that binds our atoms together. And when history collapses and existence has no meaning, he will still stand for his obligation to fight at any cost for an idea, for a conviction, for freedom. the charge, blind to all except the object of his fury, and the roar of his assault will sunder the dome of heaven to reach the ears of God himself, the number one ranked eater in the world, the Nathan's famous champion of the world, Yowie-Chestnut! Badlands, Badlands. Can I take a shot? Can I take a, a selfie? We we were in Coney Island <laughs> filming a uh, one a, a, a video to do the, this sort of this rap video that we do, and a young a boy, probably thirteen or fourteen, came up to Badlands. His hands were shaking. He was so nervous and so excited. He goes, Badlands, are you Badlands? Like he was, because he had seen him on YouTube mm -hmm. and, and, and he just like, it just, he got a photo with him. It was like, honest to God, it was, it was more than if he could have been with Babe Ruth or, or Tom Brady, who you pick the, you pick the superstar. But, that. but, but Joey, you know, there've been a lot of people who have supported this. You know, it's like any sport where you essentially put the sport into the hands of the athlete, they are the ambassador. So we're very fortunate, uh, obviously, to have Badlands, Joey, Mickey, and, and the rest. Fantastic. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because, you know, just, just to say on, on, on top of what George said, it's like I remember we went to the, the, um, the last All-Star game, right? And it was like, you know, it, it was about eight of us, you know? You, you know, and we're signing all guys, taking pictures and stuff, and Joey has the line. It's like they're going to see Star Wars or something. That's how long the line was. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, Joey had the belt. He was carrying it and everything. Yeah, but... Oh yeah, I can I can attest to what George is saying. You know, if me and Joey's walking down the block and you're with us, Matt, oh my gosh, you ain't getting nowhere. You're holding bags so people can take pictures. Oh, it's gonna man. take you so long to get anywhere because you know, I mean, come on, you know, you got the star power, of Joey Chestnut. You know, he, he, you you ain't going nowhere fast if you're hanging out with Joey. <laughs> Absolutely true. Very true words. So this week we return to the corner of Surf and Stillwell. 
talk about the emotional journey. We've all endured as a nation, as a world, yeah. uh, the impacts of the pandemic. We're still coming through the other side of it. People have economic challenges. We have supply chain problems. The mm -hmm. world is full of problems. But on Monday, July 4th, on the corner of Surf and Stillwell, all those problems will wash away for That's a little while. That's right. Talk about what it means to you both emotionally to return to Surf and Stillwell and give us a little preview of what America is in store for live on ESPN. I'm glad you mentioned Rich, who does such a brilliant job on the ESPN broadcast every year. But let's start with you, Badlands. Talk about what it means to you to come back to Surf and Stillwell. It's everything because, you know, this is where it all started. You know what I'm saying? I remember coming to Surf and Stillwell as a kid, going, you know, to um, do the rides all on Coney Island, you know what I'm saying? And then before we get on the subway, we hit Nathan's to get a hot dog, maybe some fries, you know? So, so it's like Nathan's has been in my blood since, you know, I was like we toddler, we big, you know, and, 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 and just, you know, surface to us home, you know what I'm saying? And, it, and, you know, and the thing about it is that I know, you know, you know, the world's ever, ever, forever evolving, changing. We, you know, we have, you know, problems and stuff like that, but it just shows our resilience, you know what I'm saying? You know, the 30,000 plus people that come out every year, you know, is, is returning. Okay. And, and it was nice to have it, you know, at, um, you, you know, you know, you know where the Brooklyn Cyclones people play. You know what I'm saying, but you know it's nothing like surfing still. Well, you know it, it, it it's the mecca, it's the Super Bowl competitive beat, and this is, you you know, where it started. You know, and and and, and you know, and it's nothing like you know seeing, you know. The, the the man who brought competitive eating, you know, you know, the, the father, you know, of, of competitive eating, you know what I'm saying? This is the man right here, George Shea. You know, he's the one that, that brings it all together. Okay. So it's like, you, you know, every time I see him, you know, rise in a cherry picker like a hundred feet in the air, you know, saying saying, let the contest begin, you know, that's go time. All right. Yeah, it sure is. Very <laughs> emotional was, moment. George, for you, has to be very emotional. Yeah, no, absolutely. And Badlands mentions the, the, the Riser, which was, of course, a Matt Schechner production idea a concept, as so many oh, of the great ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, George. Yeah. Um, but, um, well, you know, it's, it's funny. So for me, I have spent, since 1988, I've spent uh, the 4th of July in Coney Island. And for the most part, less now, uh, Memorial Day and Labor Day, right? So I still do Labor Day in, in, in Buffalo every year at, the, at Chicken Wings. So my, but, but in particular, the, obviously the 4th of July, it's all about Coney Island and it's just a, certainly a huge part of my life. So when COVID hit, um, I recall we were trying to figure this out in uh, like late April, mid to late April, going, are we going to do it? I'm going, of course we're going to do it. This is what would uh, this is going to go? I mean, it's not we're going to we're going to have be in covid pandemic for for four months. Well, I mean, I could not have been more wrong. I mean, I was just so wrong. So what happened was we had to do the contest on the third floor of the Nathan's building there, this hundred year old building. And we, it would is essentially a warehouse. Um, and we did the production, as you know. Um, and, and set it up and we did it and we only had 12 members of the media. We could only have 41 people in the room given the size. You could not gather outside. You couldn't have done it anywhere else. No audience and I was screaming and yelling. Of course, Badlands is there 
and we did uh, a, a rap video, mm -hmm. uh, which was very well received actually, mm -hmm. um, played on ESPN, um, and and it was it was actually very rewarding, but nothing like the nothing like the Fourth of July. And then last year, much much closer, um, we had to do it in the uh, the ballpark in in Coney Island because you couldn't plan a live event. In, in April, in, in March, April, and May. You couldn't, the city just say, no, they're not taking a permit, they're not doing anything. So we didn't even know how many people we could have in that ballpark until about a week ago, a, a week from the start of the event. They basically just said, I'll have as many as you want. We're past it, right? Like, so we actually were out of COVID then. Um, but now going back to the corner of Surf and Stillwell, which is just, you know, as, as Badlands and I will tell you, you know, that's, that's, that's the place to be. That's our home. Mm -hmm. Bury me barefoot uh, there where I stand. That's right. right. I'll be a happy man in the sand uh, uh, at that corner. We are young. We drink our coffee with milk and sugar. And as we age, we drink it with milk only. Then we drink it black. Then we drink it decaf. Then we die. Our next eatery is at decaf. The difficulty in his marriage began after he named his children mild, medium, and hot. But he will not let domestic issues get in the way of the task at hand. Competitive eating is the crucible through which greatness is forged, and the evidence comes before us now. His good cholesterol is low. His bad cholesterol is high and his BMI is borderline presidential. He stands before us like Hercules himself, albeit a large, bald Hercules at an eating contest. This year I decided I would finally take him on on my own. It's time to take a stand, test my salivary glands, test my teeth and my tongue, take my life in my hands. Gonna eat with bad lands, compete with bad lands. Go for broke, go to town, go for down on demand. If he succeeds here today, we will credit the Tallahassee two hands, an eating method so dangerous and difficult to master that it was abandoned in the 1930s. He's bringing it back. He was born on the 4th of July, but to him this day is a vessel of pain. When all the world's languages are poured into a single bowl, the word recognizable to all will be freedom. The force that binds our atoms together, the legacy we leave our children. And he will fight at any cost for its cause. Until his spine collapses under the burden. Until his bones are cracked and splintered and scraped like chalk on pavement. Until he lies, coins on his eyes, duty done, wages paid, battle won, he will fight. For he is the champion of now and of always, of north and of south, of the air, of the fire, of the sea, of the land, of the free, of the 4th of July, of one nation, under God, indivisible, he is champion, Joey Chestnut. So, so we, uh, we're, we're, we're going back there. The audience is very excited. We've got an enormous number of emails, enormous number of phone calls. Are you going back? Are you going back? And the people, we have people coming in from England. Uh, they're bringing them. My son, you know, they send me these emails. My son loves this contest. 
wants to come in? Can we get passes? So enormous momentum to go back there. And for me, it's like coming home. But I never left. But it's still like coming home. It is like coming home indeed. And George, you mentioned the Super Bowl, Badlands. You mentioned it as well. Early in my career, I was in sports and used to go to the Super Bowl. And the big moment was always the Friday the commissioner would give his state of the NFL address. Mm -hmm. And that would be the first and only time the commissioner of the NFL, going back to Pete Rozelle, then Paul Tagliabue, and then Roger Goodell, Mm -hmm. would address the media. And I have a very clear picture of how many press were there. There is more press on the corner of Surf and Stillwell. (laughs) George, that's the work you and Rich have done over the years, Mm -hmm. supported mightily by Badlands and other stars of the sport. Talk about what it means, not just to the media, but what it means to America and to the spirit of America. Well, you know, it's, it's, it was not always like this. When we did the contest on the, and, and Badlands says he saw that when he was a boy, some of the press, but it would get two or three cameras. But it, it, and it was on the 4th of July, and it is hot dogs. That's why it was done, right? I mean, it's a, you get a photo in the post or in the Daily News, maybe something on Channel 4, call it a day, right? That's the way, it, what it was. So it was in, undeniably linked to the 4th of July, but when we kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it, started calling it a patriotic litmus test for, you know, uh, getting into the whole thing, um, and it really built and built. Now... It is part of the holiday itself. And I get a lot of, I was just doing a great event, actually, Maintenance Mania National Championship. So I host a lot of non-eating events like NASCAR and and this Maintenance Mania golf tournaments. I host these golf tournaments, get all the the golfers, get an intro. Um, But I was there, and one of the head guys of all the National Apartment Association was saying we were waiting for, for to go up and speak. And he goes, you know, the 4th of July is part of my family tradition. He goes, we watch it every year with my kids, and we just, that's what we do. That is what we do. And if we're going to be away, we tape it, we watch it at night. And that was very gratifying to me. I hear that a lot in, in a bunch of different formats, where this has become part of the 4th of July. And if you think about it from a media perspective, swearing in of new citizens in Philadelphia near the bell, they always do that, the beach, the fireworks, um, you know, this kind of stuff, but a, a barbecue sec, uh, segment. But the 4th of July hot dog eating contest is really probably at the top of that list of the 4th of July stories, many billions of consumer impressions. But I think the reason they love it is because it's lighthearted, it's fun, it, there's a sense of uh, joy and silliness at everything. And then the media who cover it really like the show. They like the vibe that's created. They find it funny. And that has translated into a lot of coverage. It sure has. And it really is a moment, and we need it more than ever, that unites us all. Yeah. Well, I do think, I, I, I was joking years ago, I would say we're a deeply divided nation and you know, blah, 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 some joke or something like that. You could not even make that joke now because we're so divided and so polarized. But I do think that an event like this, there is no one who's against the 4th of July, or if there is, please leave. But um, the, 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 the come together on this, Joey rises above any partisanship, any internal national turmoil. This is the 4th of July. Everyone comes together. We are one. Mm-hmm. And, and that's part of the great part of it. It sure is. So Badlands, let's talk a little bit about Badlands Chugs, which is an incredible phenomena that's happened over the years. Almost 3.2 million followers on YouTube, same number 
on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Give us the evolution story of Badlands Chugs, where it is today, and where you see it going in the future. It's an incredible phenomenon. If you haven't seen it, I urge you to go to Badlands Chugs on YouTube and TikTok. It's incredible. Epic chug alert, folks. I'm about to chug all the Mountain Dews you see here, all that I can find in the big, comically large wine glass. We're going to call this the Every Dew Chug. <laughs> Don't touch that mouse. You're watching Badlands Chugs. Well, Badlands Chugs, it started in um, October of 2012. And, and basically, you know, I, you know, I was just like, um, had a couple of friends, a few friends on YouTube, right? And, and, you know, all we did was just, you know, post chugging videos and just challenged each other, you know? And, and that was like, you know, the, um, you know, the, 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 the grassroots of it. Right. So it's basically just, <clears throat> you know, just, just, just chugging, you know, drinks, you know, and, and, um, just, just competing against friends and, you know, and, and, you know, I, it, I didn't take it really seriously at first. It was more like, you know, I'll post a video, like, um, you, you, you know, you, you know, I'll post one video a week and then the next, next week I'll probably post a video like, three weeks later, then a month later, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 you know, and, and it was real low key. It was like, you know, basically all I did was just use my cell phone and some duct tape and tape it to the wall and then make the video with like some real harsh lighting. And, <laughs> and then, you know, but, but then, you know, I started reading the comments and, and it was like, you know, I, I, I you know, I love your channel. You should post more and everything. You know, we like to see more, see you do more things, right? And and then, like, um, I remember it was um, Nathan's 2018, right? You know, I was um, I was with uh, Carmen Sincati, right? Mm-hmm. You know, incredible eater. You know, I, I think he's like, you know, north of 60 hot dogs. And he was 64. Yeah, yeah, incredible eater. Right. And, you know, he also had a YouTube channel and everything. And and, and you know, and, and, and he, you know, he will post like, <clears throat> excuse me, he'll post like, you know, eating videos, you know, a few chugging videos. And and, you know, he just pulled me to the side and he was like, hey, Badlands, if I was you, I would just start chugging like a mother. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, really? You think people will like it? He, and then he just got adamant about it. He was just like, he was just like, you know, you're great. You're incredible. People love you. And I would just start making videos. I'll take that seriously. Start posting, you know. And then, you know, I said, okay. So, you know, then I started posting. I started posting consistently. I would post like, you know, you know, a chug video like like once a week, then it'll be twice a week. And then, you know, I noticed my numbers started climbing, right? And then, you know, I got to the point where I hit 10,000 subscribers, okay? That's bronze level for, for like a YouTuber, right? And, you know, when you hit 10,000 subscribers, that's when you're on the top of the mountain. And then that's the snowball effect. It's like the avalanche effect, you know? That's when you know, your numbers just start increasing. You know, 10,000 went to 12,000, 12,000 to 15, 15 to 20, 20 to 40, 40 to 80. Then next thing you know, six months later, I'm getting my my silver um, my, my silver plaque from YouTube, 100,000 subscribers. And then it just keeps going. And then I, I say a little over a year later, I hit at 1 million subscribers. And it's just, and basically, 
you know, I, you know, I contributed to just staying consistent, you know, saying, listening to, you know, what, what, what your subscribers want, you know, saying, you know, they, I mean, I, I asked them, uh, what do you want to see me do? You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I get ideas from them and, and then, you know, just responding to subscribers, liking them, commenting, you know, like when they're early to the videos, you know, the first half hour to or an hour, you know, I'm there posting, thanking everybody, you know, and, and, you know, you just, you know, because the thing about YouTube that differs from like broadcast TV is like you watch your favorite show and yeah, you know, it's nice, you know what I'm saying? But when you watch YouTube, it's tangible. You can post comments and reach out to that YouTuber. And then it's up to that YouTuber to respond back to you. And then when they respond back to you, even if it's just a like, you know, it's a special thing. And then it's like, it's like, oh my God, Balance Chuck's just like me, you, you know, like like my comment or, or, he, or, or he like answered back and then they tell their friend and then, you know, it grows. But I mean... You, you know, I don't know how I got one million subscribers in like a year. That was just... So I, I have to jump in. So uh -huh. I, we went to Badlands, I think it was your 50th birthday. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about, if, if I'm right, we were talking about your the growth of your subscribers. And mm -hmm. if I'm right on this, I could be a little off on the time. At the time, it was 180,000 followers. Right. And Badlands goes, well, I'm going to... It's picking up, so I'm going to really try to, to, to push it to see if I can get to three or 400. He was at 380 in like another two or three months, and then it just started going boom, 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 and it just it really blew up. And then now three plus million, three plus million TikTok, all these uh, Instagram subscri uh, subscribers, but followers. But the, the key to this, I would say, I've said this many times. It's Badlands. It's not the chugging. He's the world's greatest chugger. By the way, I'm going to break this news here. <laughs> We're doing the World Chugging Championship on the 4th of July. Badlands versus six of the greatest chuggers in the nation. Um, and Badlands is the best. If I were betting, I cannot bet because I will be officiating. But I would bet on Badlands. But, but it doesn't matter about the chugging because it's Badlands' presence. And I, I went to see this past weekend with my family, the music man with Hugh Jackman. And it's his presence, right? He just has this amazing presence, which so many people do and so many people don't. But Badlands has it, and it, it, it just is, it's just gold for a viewer. And so it could be chugging, it could be eating, it could be rapping, it doesn't matter, it's Badlands, and that's why he's great. And he's not, he's very humble. He has all kinds of advertisers who pay him on his channel, and it's, it's, it's an extraordinary success and well-deserved. Wow. And you've built a real community, Badlands. As you said, the relationship with the subscribers is a true two-way relationship. Yes, yes. You know, because, I mean, you, you know, it's like you have to be, you know, you have to, you know, keep your ear to the street sort of sense to your following, you know, to your, to your fans, you know. I mean, it's like, you know, that's what makes YouTube so great, you know. And, and I enjoy commenting i enjoy i enjoy i mean yeah i enjoy people like commenting to me i enjoy responding to people you know saying you know you know i appreciate the love you know saying i appreciate the hate too you know but it's like it's just you know i'm yeah, i'm blown away by by you know all so, this happening so so it, it, keep in mind that once again he's very humble but so both badlands and i are on cameo which as you know there are a b c d 
and in my case, F-level celebrities. Um, Stop it, George. <laughs> so I'm going, Badlands, I'm on, I got a thing for Cameo. They want me to be on Cameo because they got some requests. But I'm going, I think this could really be, I can see if I can you know, make some money from this. Badlands goes, uh, it's it's really just beer money, George. And then he does. <laughs> that was he does, yes, he that's did. That's what it started. He did. Out. He did. He said, I, I did say that it's beer money, but <laughs> but it's a lot of beer money for him. I couldn't buy one beer. They, no. they, he does like he does like a hundred a week, and it, it it's just it's incredible. It's incredible. No, I don't do a hundred a week, but but you know I, I I do about a good ten to twenty. But you you know it's. <laughs> I did say that 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 you know that it's beer money, but that's but that's when when I was just first starting getting my feet wet. I mean, I didn't think it was possible to you know to make make money by saying happy birthday to people and all that stuff. But you know, like but, like, like, know, like Jay Z, I smartened up. You know, yeah. well, but I think I don't. I think you're right, and 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 cameo is not a money maker like YouTube is, it, and it won't be. But but, but it but, could be. It could because because there there was one guy from the office, one of those guys. I I forgot which one. He made a million, million dollars. Yeah. 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 So, but the amazing. but what it does is the reason I do it, and I think what is great for Badlands is. It's that connection to his fans, right? Yeah. They want to touch, right? They want to, you know, whether it's a comment on a video or what. But if you do something like that for them, that's that that strengthens the connection. Yeah. And that's that's why I thought would mm -hmm. do it, you know. It, but it's it's really to watch him build a um, a, a social media empire in three years, three three and a half years. It's it's remarkable. But and 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 well deserved, as I said. Like you want you want this to happen. And it, what's really interesting is. We, I'm, I'm 57, so I sort of neglected the move towards social media. I really wasn't focused on that. And a lot of other of members of our world were. Matt Stoney has 14 million followers on mm -hmm. YouTube. I mean, this is a kid he's making enormous amounts of money, enormously big star, sweet kid, a great kid. And he's done a lot of our events, obviously. But they saw this opportunity, and I just totally missed it. And it but it's, it's interesting to see how you can really nurture it as you have in a couple years well it's a great story it's a sports story it's a business growth story that could be a case study in the harvard business school it's a story of digital age success but but with you badlands and with you george but really badlands with you it's a story about humanity and about a personality that resonates through the screen and your followers feel that. And George, just as you said, on stage, people go to The Music Man, a, a wonderful classic show. And I think you're right that Badlands has that same charisma as a Hugh Jackman on stage. Yeah. It reaches across the stage into the audience and beyond the confines of the theater. Yeah. Uh, and it's an incredible story. Yeah, it's, and that kind of thing, which is a little bit of an intangible that presence, just presence, right? And you know, you know, certain stars have it. Movie stars, Hugh Jackman certainly does, as mentioned. But you know, a Will Smith can carry a movie, right? You know, I, I was watching this, the new show with uh, Jeff Bridges on Hulu, uh, The Old Man, and he's just endlessly watchable. I mean, he's endlessly watchable. I think a lot of that, Mark Wahlberg, you know, uh, uh, to some extent, Diane Keaton. There are lots of people who have this. Badlands has that, and and it's nice to see someone be able to exploit it grow it and and have people enjoy it um but you know one of the great pleasures of my life has always been being on the fourth of july rapping with badlands it is on its face a joke because i am the least street 
uh, uh, person in the world. But but you get to rap. I rap with Badlands. We have a rap battle to the death every year. No one's actually died this year. It's to the death for real. So, but <laughs> but but you know to do that rap battle to the death. Watch him wow the crowd, and then and then be able to introduce him and others. In this case, as I said, Badlands for twenty however many years eating hot dogs, but now he will be chugging a gallon of Nathan's uh, pink lemonade against these six. But I think that we get, you have some real, real talent coming in, so it'll be a, a test. Oh yeah, no, no, I know it's not, it's not gonna be a cakewalk, okay, because I, you know, there's a, there's a few people coming, like It's T. Kenny, you know, from Philadelphia, you know, he's, he's a monster, he's a YouTuber too, he has like almost, he has like, like, like 6,000 subscribers, and you know, and, and, and he's very, very good. Um, you got the, um, the Survival Brothers coming from Seattle. Um, you got, you know, people coming from Canada. You got, you know, Brian Beard coming from Denver. So it's, and, and, um, and there's, another, um, there's another person coming. He's like 6'8". And he says he's he's thirsty, so it's not gonna be no cakewalk. I this, know. It'll be fun. It's gonna be very <laughs> interesting. Fantastic. It's gonna be, and that will be on the ESPN show. They're mm-hmm. picking that up. Fantastic. So, just to wrap now, we're gonna post this on Thursday. Give us a sense. What are we gonna see on July Fourth on Monday? It's exciting. It's thrilling. We're thrilled. It's a great joy of my life to be part of your lives and to be involved with you both as we, uh, the name of our company, Stillwell Partners, of course, comes from you, George, and our long affiliation with you and Rich and the International Federation of Competitive Eating. But give us a sense, a little preview, if you will. What well, can I'll America you, look forward to? I'll give you the, the, the sort of the run of show, and Badlands can tell you what he's going to be doing. But we will, the, 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 on the 4th of July at 1030, the show will start with Amos Wengler, a longtime Coney Island troubadour, as it were. Um, and then we will move through a series of events. We'll have the women's contest. We will have an opera singer, Alex Frankel, will sing the great aria Nessun Dorma in Turindo. Uh We will have uh, certain dignitaries will come up. Uh, we have a Bollywood troupe. We have all of these things going on. Badlands will be rapping. I will do a rap battle to the death with Badlands. We're going to do this chugging contest. And then finally, we'll get to the introductions of the male eaters and then that men's contest which will be in the 12 o'clock hour and that will sort of conclude at one what we do now is everything's in place we just pray for sun right right and we usually have good weather we've had extraordinary in the 30 whatever years since 1988 it's rained two and a half years which is to say it's rained two years and mm-hmm. then one year was really rotten weather, and it rained, and then it stopped, and then it rained a little later. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty good. One out of ten. Yeah. One out of ten years. I, I don't know what the odds are. Are there weather odds? I suppose there are not. But we've had really great luck, and I'm hoping for more this year. Mm-hmm. And Badlands for you, a glorious It's going to be the, the greatest show ever, okay? It's the only place to be on July 4th, okay? Nathan's. The corner is surfing still well. You better get there early, even though the show starts at 10.30. You better get there like 8.30, 9 o'clock in the morning because with 30,000 people at the least, all right? The maximum was 50,000, George? I think it was 50,000 one time. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? If you want to be like in the prestigious spray zone okay where it's the greatest place to be until it's not but it's it's always the greatest place to be because we're 
constant professionals. But I'm telling you, if you want to be in the thick of it, you know, not over there by the subway looking at jumbotrons, you got to get there early, early. I'm talking 9 a.m. in the morning. This is the greatest show. So many things are going on. Okay, we're going to have all these contests, everything that George says, you know, saying, I'm going to be rapping. We're going to have a, a choir there singing. It's just going to be amazing. Okay. You have to be there, you know, and if you say, I'm going to stay home and watch it on ESPN, which is totally awesome, totally amazing and totally fine. But you only get in like, can I say a third, an eighth, you know, like three sixteenths of, of what's going to happen. It's nothing like being there, all right? You know what I'm saying? You can leave your wallet at home. It's free of charge. You just come. Come and celebrate with us on the 4th of July. I'm the first one there, and I'm usually the last one to leave. George can attest to this. You know, I'm shaking everybody's hands. I'm taking pictures. You know, I'm there, all right? I'm there all day. All you got to do is just... Wait, you, everybody knows where we come out and where we go in, okay? When the Busted Champions come, we all get off. And when the contest is over, you know, you just wait around. You'll see Badlands. I ain't going nowhere. This is home for me, Nathan's, on the 4th of July. Can't wait. Oh, my gosh. It's on Monday. Monday is the time. I'll see y'all there. Y'all better be there. I want to meet y'all. I want to take pictures. We do our little TikTok videos. We can do whatever. It's all good. Fantastic. <laughs> well, this was such a joy to have you both on Great Minds, two truly great minds. And on behalf of all of us, all Americans everywhere, I can't thank you enough for doing what you do every year to bring us all together on the majestic corner of Surf and Stillwell. Uh, it was Charles Stilwell who put all the land together that became Coney Island many years ago. And what it represented then in its early history was a sense of the possible in America, a mm -hmm. sense of what imagination could create. And what you two have done over the past 25 years, in your case, George, going back to 1988, even longer than that, uh, is the very manifestation of the promise of America and what imagination and discipline and vision and passion can do and create and we owe you all a debt of gratitude and i owe you a debt of gratitude for spending some time with us here on great minds so oh, thanks it, to you both thank you thank you for having us really appreciate it thank you and it's all george shea okay i watched him build his empire with his two bare hands no gloves and george is amazing hats off to george clap hand clap and everything you know what you see on the 4th of July is George Shea's vision, and it is a great one. Fantastic. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. What greater fortune have we in an endless universe of infinite matter and energy? We have been given consciousness to gaze upon it all and understand. What greater fortune have we to live in America? to stand side by side on the 4th of July, to behold this man. What greater fortune. Like the force of life itself, he is written on the world. A belief etched in the shining machinery of our mind immune to the vagaries of time, forever entwined in the grip that binds our atoms together. And when history collapses, 
direction, and his is ever onward, and to the breach, pressing the charge, blind to all except the object of his fury. And the roar of his assault will sunder the dome of heaven to reach the ears of God himself, the number one ranked eater in the world, the Nathan's famous champion of the world.